Can you imagine winning a hundred million rand and not telling anyone about it? I find it rather hard to imagine anyone being so unmoved by this good fortune that they don't let at least a little bit of that joy break through. Now, can you imagine a friend whom you thought was dead walking into your home and making you a fantastic breakfast as he'd done so many times before? Wouldn't you want to call all your friends together to share in that special feast? How could this good news not change your life in profound ways? Peter and the apostles had received the best news ever, that Jesus was alive, that he really was their Lord and Savior, and they could not bottle this good news inside themselves. This good news simply bubbled out of them and led them to preach the resurrection of the Lord and even more, to do miracles of healing in his name. And here were the religious leaders of the time telling them to be quiet, to not say or do anything about the good news of the resurrection. The response of Peter is quite simple. We obey God, not man. We must do what is right, not what is expedient. We must do what God has written on our hearts and not what our deepest fears dictate. The gospel gives some idea of what God wants from us, as he wanted from Peter. Our response to God's love for us is to offer ourselves in service to others. Peter, do you love me? Feed my lambs. John, do you love me? Tend my sheep. Tandi, do you love me? Feed my sheep. My experiences over the past few days have given me some insight into how the Church of Johannesburg needs to be loved, fed, and cared for. At the pre-synod gathering, held at the cathedral on Friday and Saturday, three key ideas emerged. Ongoing formation, recognition, and respect. Much of what was said over the past few days in each of the three themes and 14 topics pointed to the need for ongoing formation. Many of us are ignorant of what the church may teach on the environment, social justice, the dignity of persons, the primacy of conscience, the role of ancestors in our Christian faith, how to read and interpret the Bible in a non-literal and contextualized manner. There is the acknowledgement that often the most educated person in a family on the faith are teenagers in confirmation class. In our parish, we need to do more in terms of ongoing and holistic formation for everyone, and not just those in our catechism classes. Speakers also spoke of the importance of and the need for a recognition of the life, 
the work and the dignity of so many in the church that we overlook or minimize or marginalize. A recognition that the Spirit of God is equally at work in the lives of laity and clerics or priests. A recognition that God's Spirit calls both men and women to lives of service, even ordained service. On the idea of respect, one of the speakers used Cardinal Bernardin's idea of a seamless garment of life to encourage the creation of a culture of respect in the church. The seamless garment of life, as used by Cardinal Bernardin, meant that all life is sacred and has dignity, whether it's the unborn, the old and sick, or the convicted murderer or rapist. From its beginning to its end, all life in its many varieties and manifestations is to be respected and protected. So can we talk of something called the seamless garment of respect? The idea that we are called to respect each person in our parish community, and even more broadly, in the world. That there is no one excluded from the boundaries of our respect. No matter how bitterly we disagree with certain peoples and opinions, we are still obligated to treat them with respect. Imagine how our church would change if we learned how to listen and speak with respect. Those who led listening circles within our synod spoke of the grace that participants had received through their participation, such as an experience of healing and a sense of God's presence. When I read that in the report, all the hard work and the pain and frustration which I and the organizing committee have felt during this process became worth it. This grace and this healing arose because people felt listened to and that they and their often painful stories were recognized. 